Welcome to Ordinary People, Extraordinary Things. I'm your host, Cliff Duvenois. Guess what? This is episode 100. Break out the bubbly, better hide your chocolate because I'm looking for some, but we finally made it to this major milestone. You know, I was thinking when I started this podcast back in early 2020, I never really dreamed that it would actually make it to this point. But I have to admit, I owe this all to you, to all the people who lend me your ears every single week, to all of you that have stuck with me over these past few turbulent years, and I use the word turbulent quite lightly. So thank you. I really thought about what could I do for episode 100. Usually when you have these milestone episodes, people online, they'll always recommend that you should do something special, like, you know talking about the best of episodes, right? Or the most downloaded episodes. Maybe reflect on the past and things that you have learned. The thing is, I've been there, I've done that. So for this episode, I decided to do something different. I'm going to look forward. I want to share with you the direction that all this is going because things are actually happening quite quickly and I'm very happy about all of it. So let's just do a quick recap to bring us all up to speed. 2022 and 2023 uh, have actually been very big for me. A lot of the events that have happened during this time, of course, my two favorite things is all the strategic connections that I have made, as well as capturing these amazing stories from these Michiganders who are doing some pretty extraordinary things. Now, the podcast has been growing. I've seen the number of downloads growing this whole time, which is absolutely great. Also, getting onto the radio, that's been a huge boom to what it is that I'm doing. Not only does it add to the credibility of my mission, but to the actual show itself. And I really do feel in my heart of hearts, people are getting what it is that I'm trying to do. The people in my network, they believe as I believe, which is awesome, and doors are opening. Let's talk a little bit about what's going on. So first off, obviously, the show is going to continue. It's going to be released in podcast form as well as on the radio. People in my network are constantly feeding me people that they know of around the great state of Michigan that are doing some pretty extraordinary things, and I'm grateful for that. These stories are going to continue. I won't be, not, I won't be stopping that at all. I wish there was a way that I could do maybe two episodes a week or three episodes a week, but right now, one a week is just fine. So as I continue to capture all these stories, I'm always looking for ways to evangelize them. Part of my mission is to, it's obviously to capture these stories, but to get them into the ear of every Michigander that is out there. And if people don't like inspiring stories, then they don't have to listen. So this leads me to the, the next big thing, so to speak, that the future holds, and that is speaking engagements. This has been something that has been rattling around in the back of my mind for quite a while. I remember when I saw my first TEDx back in the day, I thought TEDx was just reserved for, you know, maybe celebrities or politicians that were out there, but come to find out just about anybody can present on a TEDx stage as long as you have a compelling topic. So here I am envisioning myself on stage. What am I speaking about? I have no clue. And that became the big question. So as I think about being on stage and presenting, I'm thinking about what can I do? It was last, I want to say it was last October, 
time frame, maybe even September. I was having dinner with Tim and Brad. They are from the Upper Peninsula Paranormal Research Society, right? If you go back and listen to my Halloween episodes, you will see them on there. But as we were having dinner, Brad actually said to me, you need to present. So I didn't think I had much to present. But what hit me is that I have this collection of super powerful stories. Each one of these interviews, usually afterwards, is I sit down and I write the lessons that I learned from that particular episode. And of course, I've got all these things saved. I keep them inside of Evernote. I really don't share them because I want people to draw their own conclusions. Yeah, it was a nice story. But afterwards, just taking some a few minutes to say, okay, so what was the lesson learned? What was the point of this? You know, what did I get from this? How can I apply this to my life? That's something I do on a regular basis, whether I'm reading a book or listening to a podcast episode or watching a YouTube video. So would people be interested in hearing these stories? Yeah. Well, what about my thoughts behind them? I think so. And as I said before, if people don't want to hear inspirational stories, if they don't want to learn, fine, they don't have to listen. Now, the great thing about this is that while I'm thinking about these speaking engagements, I had a few people reach out about doing speaking engagements to share these amazing stories and the lessons learned behind them. How can we apply them in our life? Another thing that has popped up along the way is that I'm a big believer in meeting people face-to-face, not only to do interviews, but actually have a chance to talk to people that are out there in person to evangelize the show these amazing stories. And typically when I tell somebody about the show, the first thing they do is they pull out their phone and they say, what's the name of it? Because they're always looking for good podcasts to listen to. So as I'm recording this episode, I'm actually in negotiation to make my first speaking engagement, which is really cool. And from this, of course, I have to look at my library of stories and pick out the ones that I think would really resonate strongly with the audience. Because here's the deal. I just don't want to create a presentation. I want to create the presentation. I want something that really pops, that is really awesome, something that will blow the audience's socks off. If they're going to give me a half an hour or 45 minutes or an hour of their time, I want to make sure that they walk away with more than they thought was absolutely possible something that would inspire these people to live their best lives, to do something extraordinary for themselves or in their family or in their community, whatever they feel called to do. So I'm actually very excited to see where this is going to take me. If you are an email subscriber, of course, you're in the loop on how this all unfolds. But there's another part of this, too, that I want to share, something else the future is going to bring, and that is video. Now, believe it or not, I'm actually a big believer in video. They say that a photo is worth a thousand words. Well, then a video must be worth 11 billion words. Now I do audio. I do podcast because quite frankly, it's actually very easily. I put a couple microphones on the table. I hit the record button and then magic happens. Video on the other hand is actually quite hard. It's hard because you have to worry about lighting, right? You got to set up lights And not everybody wants to be on camera. Typically, when I send out an interview request, I have to actually stipulate in there that this is audio only because a lot of people are like, oh, no, I can't be on camera. I don't know why we're in the age of selfies and photos and everybody posting everything online. So you think people would be over this by now, but they're not. So 
And then as you're doing all this stuff and you got the lighting, you got the cameras and everything else, typically you have to have a crew, at least one other person there with you to help out because it's almost too much for one person to do. Well, then we add to that, that you have to actually edit the footage. Sweet Moses, that is a beast. When you're talking about 30 minutes of footage that you have to bring into your computer and edit it so that it kind of looks nice, well, yeah. When I got into video years ago, uh, the rule of thumb that a video editor told me was that for every one minute of finished video, it requires eight hours worth of work. So from my standpoint, since I'm flying low, solo, could you imagine what a 30-minute interview would be, right? And all the work that would have to go into that. About a month ago, I was up in the northern part of Michigan. I had my good friend Charles with me, and he said, you need to think about adding video. And he just said this out of the blue. Now, normally when somebody makes a suggestion like this, I would just immediately dismiss it and rattle off all the reasons why I'm not going to do video. However, comma, I value Charles's opinion. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to marinate on that. And it just so happened that I had a spot open in my interview. Somebody had to cancel because they were sick. And he and I were now headed off to Caberfay Peaks. And I was like, you know what? If we're going to grab video footage, now would be the time to do that. Let's see what happens. Well, I got to tell you, shooting the video was fun. He and I shot a ton, ton, ton of video that day, not only of the interview, but people that were skiing and all this other stuff. And it was great. Well, one of the things, of course, we show up at Caberfay Peaks. We walk into uh, the owner's office. His name is Pete. And he actually was taken a little bit aback because I never mentioned anything about shooting video. But you know what? We got the camera set up. We started doing the interview. I told him, I said, just, you know, focus on me and the questions that I'm asking. And you know what? He fell right into the rhythm of the interview. If he was nervous about being on camera, he did an excellent job of hiding it because he sounds spot on when he is talking. So I get home. I got all this great footage, put it onto my iMac to start editing it. And of course, my iMac almost chokes. Why? I'm glad you asked. My iMac is like seven, eight years old. So now I have to think about upgrading my Mac. So now it's like, I have to think about upgrading my Mac. I have to buy uh, cameras because we shot most of this interview on our phones. But now we got to think about buying camera and, and you got all of these expenses associated with that. Now there are services out there that actually make video pretty easy, but that would mean I would have to do the interviews remotely, which I am not interested in at all. And on top of that, it would require that all of my guests would have to be somewhat technically savvy, which history has proven that all of them aren't. So doing the interviews face-to-face, -face, sitting down is not only the, the easiest, but the best way for me to do that. Now, like I said before, personally, I love doing interviews face-to-face. -face. When you're in the same room as the person, being in their place of business or their, their nonprofits or whatever it might be, but there's just something magical that happens face-to-face -face that does not happen online. So as far as video goes, those are the challenges. But there's been a couple of things that have come to light recently that made me think that vi that video might be a viable option. So I've done some tests. I posted some very small videos online. Maybe I can't do the entire interview right now, but first off, at least I have the footage. So there's always in the future, if I upgrade my equipment, I have the video to work with there. But I've been focusing on making small little one minute trailers 
for the video episodes that are coming out. And so far, the response online has actually been pretty positive. I will take a small segment of the interview, put it out there, and I just lay some video footage on top of it. And I say, okay, if you want to listen to the whole trailer or the whole interview, excuse me, go here. So I'm trying to dedicate a little bit of time every single week to this video project just to see what I can do, but only, only a small amount of time. There's a lot of moving parts that are happening right now, but if I can get this video thing figured out, it's going to allow me to reach a whole new audience. Now I know people out there, they love podcasts, but it's a whole other thing when you can add video to the mix. I know that YouTube has made a huge investment in luring podcasters onto their platform. Now, believe it or not, I actually have a YouTube channel for this show. You would never know it because I never promote it. I think there's like maybe three or four episodes on there, but it's just the audio. There's like a static image that's on there, but you can actually put on a pull up YouTube and bring it on there. And I really didn't think anybody was paying attention to it. And I just gave up because it was just one more thing to do. At the time, I really wanted to streamline my process. Well, you could imagine when I went onto my YouTube channel the other day, people were commenting on those videos. Now, if you're any kind of a social media person, every time somebody comments on your post, you always want to respond. You always want to engage in conversation. And here I have people leaving comments on my videos and I'm not responding. Now, these comments were not something like, oh, this was a great interview. These were like little stories. Like somebody shared a little story about how this person came and talked to them uh, when they were on their high school basketball team and the advice that they gave the basketball team, he still used in his life today. I mean, it was like a full on blown story. And I'm like thinking to myself, why in the world did I miss this? Or how did I miss this? Right? Some, some lady shared a story about how her, her and her grandfather, some of her favorite memories of him was when he would take her over to Frankenmuth and she left this beautiful story. And I'm like, why didn't I see this and respond to it? So, you know what? People will listen to these episodes on YouTube. So I just got to focus on getting them out there and making video. Of course, now if I'm doing video, this means it's now leans out to TikTok and to Instagram to get it out to even more people, right? Because my mission, get this into as many ears as possible. Now to help me get much better with video, because one thing I need to do is I need to get more comfortable with dealing with video, being quick about video is I'm actually launching a personal podcast. It's called Coffee with Cliff. This show is going to be focusing on three things. It's going to be focusing on the behind the scenes for this particular show, because I really would like to share it. Something personal that I'm dealing with, and also the lessons that I'm learning. If you want to call it uh, self-improvement or self-development, you can most certainly do this. But it's literally me talking to a camera. That's really what it's going to be about. Now, I could rattle off all the logical reasons for this, but Here's the real deal. I feel it's important that I document the journey that I'm on, the, the journey that this show is on, the journey that I am on. I tell my clients all the time, you need to document the journey. And I admit that I've been doing a horrible job of that. I do publish stories out uh, on Facebook and everything else like that. But in a long form content, like a podcast or whatever it is, I can really start to get down into some of the nitty gritty details. I mean, I can, I can say more in 10 minutes then I can write in 10 minutes. That much is sure. And I want to make sure that I am documenting this as we go. Because I think about like the history of this podcast, all the challenges that I've had, all the times where I've taken a big risk and, and the fact that there's been twice now that I put this podcast down and walked away from it. 
But putting together my notes for the new podcast and thinking about some of the major events that have happened, some of the minor events that have happened, I really do want to share those stories. I really do. And when I think about the fact that one day for this show here, Ordinary People, Extraordinary Things, that there's going to be an episode 200, to be able to go back and listen to this episode, that would be really cool. And it's going to be awesome to see where the show actually is at episode 200 versus where it is today. I've got a designated spot for a studio. It is currently under construction. The topics are actually coming very easily as far as sharing stories go. And I'm looking forward to sharing a lot more of the yummy behind the scenes stuff, the BTS stuff with you. Those are the three big things that are going to be coming into the future here. We've got speaking engagements, the use of video to share the story out with more people, and of course, the launch of my personal podcast. Everything is geared towards that main goal, which is to get these inspiring stories into the ears of all Michiganders. So when I'm thinking about what the future is going to bring, I weigh it against my mission. And if it's not a straight line, I am not going to do it. That's my future forecasting, dear listener. And once again, I have to thank you for being along with me as I have been on this trip. I appreciate every single download. I appreciate every email that comes through. I appreciate it when I get people telling me about how they are actually, they themselves are going out and evangelizing the show. That means an absolute uh, lot to me. If you are interested in attending the speaking engagements and events or anything else, you really do want to make sure that you get on the newsletter. You can just roll on over to totalmichigan.com slash join. Put your email in there so you can be up to date as to all the yummy things that are happening and the speaking engagements that are happening. I am just beyond excited that that's actually happening. But yeah. Make sure that you are on the email list. And with that being said, I'm going to draw this episode to a close. Once again, I know I've said this two times, but I'm going to say it a third time. Thank you. Thank you for listening. Thank you for sharing. Thank you for everything that you have done to make this show a success. And with that being said, I will catch you in the next episode. Make it a great day.